And with Kristen, she was like, I really think you should go to therapy. <laughs> Kristen has stock. Kristen has yeah. stock in general. I have stock therapy. in therapy, honestly. I, every totally. single person I talk to, I'm like, mm, it sounds like you, you, have unres- you, you have a mother wound. You should really desperately talk to the- a yeah. therapist. <laughs> Friends by accident. Podcast hosts on purpose. This is what you get when two Canadian women who come from completely different backgrounds serendipitously meet in a Brooklyn apartment. This is Accidental Friends with Aline Duggan and Kristen Mandela. Okay, so this podcast, as you all know, is brought to you by Viv. They're an amazing company that creates eco-conscious period products like pads made out of bamboo fiber and tampons made out of organic cotton. Organic cotton. (laughs) Um, I use their silicon menstrual cup and it's truly my favorite. Um, So if you want to support us and you need some new period care, you can head to the affiliate link in our show notes or in our Instagram bio. And that's that. We do. And that's that's that. Um, We have a very, maybe the most special guest that we will ever have. I know, but don't say that because we had guests before. (laughs) I know. But you'll understand why when we say this. It's true. She is special. She is very special. We have Miss Chloe Jackson, our producer extraordinaire. Um, (laughs) Absolutely. She edits our podcasts. She is The only thing keeping us really on time and on schedule. She is the strength. Um, that's in our why personal lives that. and in our podcast life. <laughs> Absolutely. So we are very, very excited to have her on the podcast today. Oh my goodness. Thank you. <laughs> I'm nervous because A, I have to go back and then edit this Your own voice. Yeah. <laughs> with my own voice. That is a bit of a nightmare. And as I'm sure we'll discuss today, me going back and like thinking about things <laughs> the day after is like oh. my downfall. So I'm having to like listen to myself <laughs> talk and edit. It's going to be like a therapeutic it's exercise. It's going to be such a good yes. test. Yeah. Of, of your I mental truly state. Come. <laughs> yeah. Truly. I think I did that the first like four or five episodes and then you kind of just start to get over it. But like. It's yeah. a real thing. You're like, what oh, did yeah. I say? Did I say anything weird? I find that I say stuff and I'm like, oh, I should have said this, this, and this. Yeah. yeah. I could have said, like, I feel like it's like after you have a fight with someone and then you go back and you're like, oh, damn, I had the greatest slam. <laughs> yeah. But you just I don't think of it in the moment. I also know the things when I say in an episode that someone's going to come to me and be like, oh, yeah. you said this. Like, what did you mean by that? Or like, oh, you said whatever. And so like, right. let's go into it more. And I'm like, uh. I yes. knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I know. I feel like there's podcasts out there that do like fact checks at the end. And I sometimes feel like that makes such a good sense for a podcast. Yeah, totally. after yeah. you're done, you're like, oh, yeah, should have said all these other things. Definitely. Also this. Totally. I said that word. It's not the right word. <laughs> yes, totally. For sure. We like to totally. not fact check. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. We're running by the seat of our pants. Is that what Absolutely. The, is that the phrase? Sure is. Yeah. Sure is. Okay, so a little background on Chloe, um, how we know her. Yes. I know her through Kristen. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and Kristen, how do you know? <laughs> That's all you got? <laughs> Holy shit. That's all I got. All right. Well, and I do technically only, and then Kristen, mm. hand it over to you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. I guess like I, I met Chloe back in probably 2015. Yeah, 14. Tw- no, I graduated university in 2014. Mm, so 2015, <laughs> started working at a pop-up shop in Yorkdale Mall, truly hell on earth, oh if God. anyone knows. Christmas season? <laughs> Christmas season pop-up Gross. shop where Yikes. the best of the yeah. best come out to buy Christmas presents for all of their family. Yeah. And I remember I saw her and she was wearing really cool, well, 2015 cool shoes now. Oh, bullyable <laughs> shoes. <laughs> don't remember those shoes at all. They were like, like Oxford, but like high. I don't know. They were weird. Anyway, I, I remember being like, <laughs> I remember looking at her. I was like, wow, she seems really cool. So I like found her on Instagram and I DM'd her being like, hey, I left my water bottle at work. Like we should be friends. Here's my number. I basically hit on her like yeah. how I do all of my friends. Yeah. And I was like, Crazy. we should be friends. And then also um, sent me a photo of her face. Like, you know how. Oh, it's like a like, very strange a picture. Yeah. And then a message. Mm. Yeah. So I was like, mm-hmm. I do. And I, I had the same thought when you walked in because we also worked with like a lot of very young people. Yeah. Like grade 12, you know, still in oh. high school kind of people. And it was a very strange crowd. And when I saw Kristen, I was like, you seem normal. And like, we little would, did little she did fucking she know. know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> what she was and getting into then we chatted. <laughs> yeah and then a few years ago i guess back in 2018 we started playing soccer together yeah, yeah. but is and that when i'm trying to think is that when it I is met you? yeah because i, I remember like there was a introducing you guys on the field out. 
There, no, there was a no. night out. That's there was I a night out. Because oh. I remember Aline, uh, Kristen was hyping you up, of course. You know. Yeah, you. When do we? I'm obsessed with you. Yeah, yeah, we get that. But she was like, "This girl, Aline, is the best. She's so funny, la la la." And of course, I was like, "I'm so excited, but nervous to meet Mostly this person." Probably nervous. Yeah, I said it. I said it second, like it wasn't the first one, but yeah. First one. But Aww. you showed up, and I remember being like, "This girl, you just had." The energy of like a very badass, cool chick I wanted to know. Oh my god, stop! And I remember it. being so nervous. I around you, I remember being when did, like a like, bit intimidated in a way where I'm like, <sighs> she's so funny and cool. My face is aghast, <laughs> intimidated. I don't know if anybody is ever wow. intimidated by me. My edible is truly hitting right now. <laughs> That's incredible. Love it. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, so can we do a, like a, a, a we'll set the scene because I think the, the whole scene. point of why we want to have Chloe on the podcast so badly is because mm-hmm. she really embodies and exemplifies a lot of like the key conversations that we've had on the podcast so far. Yeah. And I think um, one big thing I think was like a turning point in all of our history was that Chloe and I moved in together February 2020. Yeah, geez. had one beautiful month of living together, barely <laughs> moving in slowly into our new place. And then COVID happened in March of 2020. And our entire world's psyches, whatever, ha- what have you, kind of mm-hmm. came uh, crashing in. Oh, yeah, two mental breakdowns. <laughs> yeah, day truly. One. <laughs> um, and then obviously, Al, we had like our like weekly or bi-weekly FaceTime dinners with you. Yeah, our Wednesday we would, night like, dinners. Yeah, yeah, our Wednesday night dinner talks and all these kind of things. But I think it obviously wasn't an easy time for anybody. That's that's mm-hmm. like the yeah. most easiest thing to say. Yeah. But I think Chloe really exemplifies like how she found herself in a spot like COVID I think made you and I both confront certain things about ourselves that we didn't realize were, oh, yeah. were brewing. <laughs> oh yeah, going unnoticed. And then uh, now to see where like you've kind of taken it is no less than fucking sick if I do say <laughs> so myself. Yeah. So, and um, I will also say that like just off the top is that it's not only us that's recognized it and like because me and you Chris are so close to her that like mm-hmm. we obviously see the change. It's like other people have actually said – have noticed a change in Oh, it's you. an energy shift for real. It's a yeah. total I mean, she was obviously incredible shift. before. We were, like, very close friends. But yeah. it, it's, it, it's a significant shift in terms of, like, a, like brightness in terms of yourself. Yeah. If that yeah. makes sense. That's – Yeah. Because I think well, everyone saw that. <laughs> yes. But you didn't see it. No. And I think – yeah, I mean, we'll get into it. But it was mostly, like, my internal kind of things I was going through was manifesting as, like, very intense social anxiety. Mm-hmm. And – it was just, yeah, it was just kind of a, a breeding ground for it to be, like, very noticeable to my friends. Because now when I am with you guys, I remember we had dinner and I left being, like, I felt really good in that dinner, yeah. mm-hmm. like, the whole time. Yeah. And when it I wasn't feel, the case before. Yeah, before I remember, yeah, being very in my head. It's, mm-hmm. like, for me, it was a lot of – um I was just seeking validation. And I guess I'll go back to go, – I'll go back to one. But the mm-hmm. pandemic hit and – I remember there was a few things at play. There's always, you know, there's never just one thing. It's a lot of stuff. But I remember the intense feeling of not having, not being able to get validation from places. So I was realizing that I was missing the like validation of going into work and your coworkers mm. chatting with you and things like that. Like that kind of validation I was getting. Like from what that validation area. would you get from going into work or like seeing your coworkers? I mean, it's really small, just like things like people laughing at you and you being like, "Good, I'm funny. Okay, great." Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Those okay, really small, like micro, micro. Oh yeah, you were, were holding on. We're talking about, we're talking about <laughs> micro. <laughs> For sure, micro. But I was just kind of, I was always looking at, you know, what am I doing for people to make them like me? Mm-hmm. And that was what I was seeing as like That's validation. Mm-hmm. So that was so one. So li- everything, everyone's cues were whether they liked you or not. Totally. People weren't just operating and I in was, own. Yeah, I was doing everything for people. So mm-hmm. I would like the way I was talking, like what I was saying was mirroring. kind of mirroring for sure. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of that. So I think in my, at the COVID time, like not having those type of interactions and that that kind of validation really hit me. I was like, "This, I'm I'm very out of whack because I don't know how to regulate my own sense of self without hearing from wow. other people, mm-hmm. you know, things that might make me, you know, bolster my sense of self." And the other part was that <laughs> this sounds really bad, but I moved in with Kristen, love her so much. But I have <laughs> no, never. No, I deserve to be roasted. <laughs> but I, but it was for me. I had never. Uh, I had always like being a little – I had a little bit of intimacy issues and like still working through that, let's be honest. But 
having to kind of share a space and be with somebody and I wasn't able to like remove myself from that. And in my mind, I was, I was saying like, for me, I was like, I don't want her to have to put up with me all the time was my thought process, which is Mm -hmm. a very unhealthy thought process. It's also hilarious because I am a lot (laughs) to deal with when I live somewhere. But I was like thinking almost like, oh my God, poor Kristen, she's going to be stuck with me inside for an entire pandemic. And that no. was just such an unhealthy space for me. So yeah. I wasn't getting validation and I was feeling like a burden to a person in a house. And I was so nervous that I wasn't like she wasn't going to like me, you know, after having to spend this yeah. much like kind of constant time with me. So those two things kind of compiled. And I know that it, I was very anxious. I was just not in a good headspace. And Kristen, at one point, we had to go for a walk. And she was we like, did go for a walk. what and I was like, is going what's happening? <laughs> I was like, I literally was like, I don't, don't know, know this person. Yeah, we like literally, yeah. we went for a walk and I like put my arm through her arm and I was like, okay, what's happening here? Because <laughs> it was, all of our interactions were like very tense. It honestly felt like we were like an old married couple where like we just resented each other, but like we didn't actually resent each other. We just like didn't know how to communicate. We also were, this was peak pandemic. Yeah. Shitty. We had yeah. a terrible spring in 2020, so it took a yeah. while for the weather to warm up. So we were just inside a lot, and it just felt like um, we both were kind of like walking on eggshells because I felt yeah. the same way where I'm like, I don't want to make her more upset. This is obviously a very fragile time. And then we both ended up just being like very strange around each other. <laughs> yeah. So we went for this walk, and I was just like uh, opened up the conversation because I was like, we have to get some Something has out. to change. Uh, yeah. Totally. Yeah, Totally. Totally hilarious so do you think that there was like a low like is there like a pinpointed time that you're like this is a low point um uh, i don't know if i can pinpoint a time 2020 (laughs) january (laughs) december 2020 is like roughly the time (laughs) yeah and it was really for me i was i was trying to work so hard at intellectualizing it and try to make it make sense for myself and try to like dig myself out of this hole yeah and so even in these like small interactions, I was so in my head because I was trying to be like, okay, mm. I-, I know I'm being awkward. How do I like, what can I do to make this like, better? Like morph, I'll just not be awkward. Totally. <laughs> exactly that. And it was just very, it was not a healthy way because I was very in my head and I was feeling super anxious and yeah. all these other things. So I think for me, I was really trying to be like, I can work my way out of this. I'm smart. I'm self-aware. We can do this. And with Kristen, she was like, I really think you should go to therapy. <laughs> and I was like, but I don't feel like I have a trauma to talk Kristen about. Kristen has like, stock. Kristen has yeah. stock in general. I have stock therapy. in therapy, honestly. I, every totally. single person I talk to, I'm like, mm, it sounds like you, you, have need you, you have a mother wound. You should really desperately talk to the, a therapist. <laughs> But it never, honestly, yeah. nine times out of ten, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt the situation if you find oh, like, a no, qualified person never. to talk to. So I'm like, fuck it. If you yeah. have the resources. And her job had great insurance. So I was yeah. like, there's a, a zero, zero loss to the situation. Totally. Yeah. And I think what I had learned, because I in the summer of 2020, I found my therapist because I was also going through a lot of anxiety, um, just kind of generalized anxiety, anxiety, not so much social. Um, my therapist is all about like inse- getting out of your head and stopping stopping to intellectual uh, intellectualize your feelings and being like, okay, yeah, like I can tell how you got to that place. You actually mm-hmm. have to feel it to work through it. So instead yeah. of like if I, if any tears came up or I felt like a knot in my stomach, I would have to speak from that place and actually just sit with those feelings rather than mm-hmm. trying to explain them away all the time. And I found it so incredibly powerful and helpful that I was like, I feel like this would also be good for Chloe because Chloe and I would sit and we'd talk about like, oh, well, then this happened. So this must be like we were like doing one of those walls in the back yeah, like yeah, the yeah, CSI yeah. thing where like it links all together. We're like, yeah, well, my mom said strength. this at 15 yeah. and then my dad said this at 17 and now I'm just <laughs> fucked. And- I was bullied in high school and here we are. Yeah. yeah. But like I think you have to get out of your head to heal. And I think yeah. that, that's what journaling does. Like it gets those thoughts yeah. out of your head. And that, I think that's what I learned from Al too, honestly. It's mm-hmm. what I learned from you is just like – you can't just sit with all these thoughts in your head. You have to get them out yeah. in a yeah. in a healthy way. And just see yeah. them objective, objectively. Yeah. Totally. It's the objective yeah. viewing. I will sure. say, I remember even in 2020, like when my birthday, it was my birthday and Chris, you weren't coming. And Chloe, I don't know if me and you had even had like that much like one-on-one time. Yeah. So um, I invited you and I was like, I don't know if she's going to actually come because like, I don't know if you'll feel comfortable. And you oh, did yeah, come I and I was like. I thought about that for a solid 
a solid oh, few totally. days. <laughs> and I sure. remember you did come and I was like, <gasps> oh my God. But then Did also- you guys hold hands for like three yeah. hours or something? I'll literally my leg. <laughs> like put her hand on my leg and I was like, that is so nice. And then she kept it there the entire time. <laughs> and I looked at her at one point like- and I was like, please don't remove your hand <laughs> and you're like i love this i was like like okay. literally from 2 p.m when we got there till like yeah. 9 p.m we were in the park wow. yeah and i was with it was like my friends and chloe i don't know if you had met any of them yet maybe like once no. at like my friends giving the previous year but they knew who you were and i just kept my hand on your leg because i was like i do this a lot because i'm just like i wanted you to know like i'm here and so if you're ever in a conversation with someone that you like maybe feel uncomfortable, you're like not really included in the conversation, like you could just like squeeze my hand to be like, hey, yeah. let me in. And so yeah. it was like, we literally sound like that. Dude, it was the nicest because I think also a part <laughs> of the like nerves I had about that was, A, I don't know anybody, yeah. you know, like pretty scared to go into the situation, but also I didn't ever want to feel like you had to babysit me in no, a way I that I have to be like, you have to stay you. here because I can't be alone. But instead <laughs> but you were no. like, I'm just going to do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, but I, but I was like, yeah. but don't move. <laughs> I was like, my hand would be there and I'd be like having conversations yeah. with other people and then I'd just kind of like look over and I'm like, okay, she's good. And then just like yeah. continue. No, that was but my favorite. How things have changed. Truly. <laughs> I mean, I think I would still like that. So definitely still do that. hundred <laughs> percent. I do that to all new people in a situation. If I'm bringing someone into a situation that's new, I'm going to like claw onto you so that – And yeah. like you have to pull my hands off of you so that you can be like, just let me fucking go. I never And I'll will. be like, okay, fly, <laughs> my little my little bug. <laughs> my little bug. My little Enjoy, bug, fly. <laughs> but until you tell me, <laughs> I'm going to claw onto you for dear life to let you know that I am here for you and I am supporting you. I love it. Honestly, and yeah. that's like not a quality that I think a lot of people have. I feel like when you go to those things and you invite a stranger and you're kind of like, well, like I'm, I would never. I'm here for my thing, so I'm going to go talk to these people. And you I'd be like, survive. Chloe, you're good, right? <laughs> I'm like crying yeah. in a corner. See I'm like, you tomorrow. You good? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's such a sweet quality. Of it is. It's wonderful. Style. Love you. Okay, so uh, then I guess moving yeah, forward, I feel the, like what, I'm in like an. Followed? Yeah. Oh goodness. So you're at, this is a low point. We went yeah. for that awkward walk. We cried. We got some energy yeah. out a little bit, but then it, it was clear that this wasn't going to be solved internally. Totally, totally. And I think I always thought of therapy as being something that you have to have some trauma that you're going to bring to the table immediately and right. be like. I like had this thing it had to be to worthy. Me. Like now worthy let's of it. talk about it. And I was also an like, event. Oh, I was fine. Yeah, you're like everyone's and, great. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm very much not fine. Yeah. I can't tell you why. There's so many things happening, and there really is. There was many small things happening that I yeah. couldn't quite had compounded. Yeah, yeah. So I went to therapy, <laughs> and I. And this was your first time, obviously. First time ever, and I started going to a cognitive behavioral therapist, which is very specific once you kind of get into therapy types it's yeah a very specific it is a bit more one. intellectual yeah it's a good intro very nice and specialty soft. i think yes. yeah okay very it's kind comforting. of that classic so how does that make you feel type of therapy oh, rather than like yes, the sitting yes, and yes. the emotions working through the yeah. stuff a little bit got less. it okay yeah and there was a lot more there was a lot more breaking down because she really focused on this as a social anxiety piece so there was a lot of things that we were talking about that like evidence gathering so she would ask me like I would talk about you know interactions with people and some of my core issues like she would dig in to be like okay what do you really feel in this moment when you feel uncomfortable and I was like well I'm just worried you know people I had this thing of like people think I'm a bad person which is the (laughs) vaguest statement and yeah. like, why? I think and it's honestly because Chloe secretly kicks puppies or something. Because when she told me that for the first time, I was like, I literally don't know. There's not even how. a single event that I could be like. That's why I think that she's honestly like secretly a no. bad person. I there know, must be something. But those are the, I think like also the vagueness of that statement and the largeness of that statement was. It's just like it doesn't help anything because no. But if, it was like a true fear. It like was a, a big yeah. fear, but it ha- it holds no ground in anything you know, evidence-based. So she used to talk to me about um, like, okay, we'll describe like how, uh, like what an interaction with a coworker would look like or mm-hmm. something like that. And so you'd kind of like break down these people and she'd be like, do you think that your coworkers like you? And I'm like, 
yeah, I, yeah, I, I actually do. And then she'd be like, great. <laughs> do you think your friends like you? And I was like, yeah, they actually, yeah, they, they do, I think. Like, great. Do your family like you? I'm like, yeah, they do. They like me a lot. Yeah. And she was like, great. So I don't hear any relationship in here where someone thinks you're a bad person. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's a really good point. So we kind of did a lot of like the evidence breakdown. But we also did a lot of like work about um, the two sides of your personality, at least for in my case, the two mm-hmm. voices in your head. Mm. So for me, there was this voice that would always kind of come over top of everything and was very aggressive. Like, okay, you're talking way too much. People are going to think you're so self-conceited or conceited wow. in general, stuff like that. Like it was just like yeah. a really kind of aggressive tone to everything I was doing. Um, and it was the thing being like, you're, they're going to think you're the worst, like you're a bad person, that kind of voice. And then there was like your inner voice, which is obviously being overshadowed in the moment. But those two pieces of your your body. They start to sound like the same voice, I'm they, sure. They all, it's all that kind of bad tone. Yeah. So she kind of did like a really cool exercise with me, which is you kind of like sit and talk to both sides of yourself. So you kind of actually sit in a seated position and like move back and forth um, to be different, those different voices and speak in those different tones about yourself. And it was a really big moment for me because it really highlighted, you know, like what this voice, that this voice is a separate part of my body. It has nothing to do with my actual personality brain anything yeah what it is doing is like trying to protect me in Mm -hmm. social situations so it knows my deepest fear like I don't want to be conceited or or that you're not like easy to love or whatever things like that yeah like those types of things at the core that's what it is about and they're trying really they're trying to protect you in that moment but you just let that voice kind of take over and it's Mm -hmm. become this larger thing that's now kind of running your whole Mm. thought process. So that was a really big moment for me. And I think at the same time, I was reading a book called um, The Now. Power of Now. Power of Now. Also, Kristen gave it to me. So I owe my entire mental health (laughs) journey to living with I mean, I also made it worse at the beginning, so it's fine. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, really got me there. But yeah, so I was reading The Power of Now, which is talks a lot about the fact that this additional, this like kind of um, voice track in your head is not a part of your brain. It doesn't actually not oh, who you cool. are mm-hmm. it's so a fantastic book the idea of like living in the silences yeah it's really good it that kind of changed my life yeah and i think it's one of those books um it, when you read it and you're in that space where you really need to hear it it kind of is like exactly like for me when my whole initial mental health stuff started happening more in like 2019 well earlier than that but like when it got to like that low point for me in 2019 and i read like the first chapter i bawled my eyes out because i was like holy shit this is like exactly what I'm going through. Like I have this really loud external judgmental voice in my head. Mm. And when it tells you like that, it's not you and that you can like break yourself out of that. And like, it's not your personality and it's not anything, but trying to, you know, and it's trying to protect you, but it's doing a terrible job. Mm-hmm. It kind of like lets you let it go in a way. Like you're like mm-hmm. able to distance yourself from it. It's not like an overnight thing, but when, yeah. once you recognize that it's not you, you're like, okay, well then it can go fuck itself. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Cause between like knowing that being a separate part of your body and between that kind of session I have with my therapist where you're talking to both things, your kind of underlying core, you know, who you are comes mm-hmm. out and and is there to say like, hey, that's wrong. Like, mm-hmm. you know that that's not true. Yeah. And so I think after that process, it took me definitely a bit of time to kind of live in it and feel it actually because yeah. of course like once you are told it, it's going to take a bit to kind of actually sink in right yeah um, but I think there was definitely a really big turning point where I was like oh who I am is not things or like isn't proven in you know I'm nice to this person yeah. here or that thing that I've done there it's like that a- doesn't like build who you are or build your personality mm. it just is something that you know and like it's intrinsic in. yeah of course that's sick cool yeah. my god that I really need dope. to read this book I mean, yeah, Eckhart Tolle. Yeah, it's really oh, wonderful. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, I will also say, like when you were when you were explaining that, like we've done that. Sh- I've done that shit in like acting classes, where like you oh, have yeah. to like talk to yourself wow. or like talk to like different parts. And I, so like honestly, sometimes like acting classes would be you'd leave and you'd just be like, oh, why am I exhausted? So, oh my <laughs> like today. the therapy exhaustion. Yeah. But right. Oh my god, some of them are really like you'd really have to like. Go in deep, and I was like, "Yeah, I can't, I can't handle this. I'm a very surface level person. I need to take That's a nap." So funny. <laughs> yeah. So, 
I kind of understand, actually. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I'm kind of a therapist now. <laughs> um, I am oh, accredited or accredited or <laughs> yeah, certified. Sure. I don't know. <laughs> Certifiable, insane. Certifiably um, insane. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you went to therapy. How mm-hmm. long did that last? How long? How long was that? Oh, wow, I actually just don't know. Six six months, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, five six months. I think there was a point where I kind of grew out of it, where I realized that we're out of her, I guess. Yeah, so we kind of got to that point where the external voice and the internal voice, and I was, I, I've got to a good point, I think. Mm. Well, ish. I got to a middle point, <laughs> and I realized you were that no longer the voice is back for this one <laughs> the for the single on episode the of the podcast. Oh, yeah. She's exactly. like, I got out of it. Okay, fuck. I hear you. Maybe I'm still in it. <laughs> as soon as you think that you're fixed, though, is when you realize that you're not. Uh, so yeah. yeah, no, 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 never. <laughs> yeah, I think I got to a better point, but I got to a point where I outgrew that type of therapy. Where I was like, I mm. don't actually feel I have social anxiety. I have. It's a it was the byproduct of what like I larger was issues, mm-hmm. yeah, and kind of my like non-existent self-esteem and like personal <laughs> kind sense of, of self. Sense of self, yeah. yeah. It, that was you know kind of manifesting itself as a social anxiety, and so once I kind of got a little bit past that, just some of the questions and the work we were doing just wasn't exactly what I needed. So I'm gonna switch over to kind of like a more emotional therapy, which I think will be helpful for that. But yeah, I feel like that really helped I did go through definitely like a middle point in the social anxiety realm where I felt like I understood what was happening but I was looking at it as but I was looking at it as like well this person should be doing this for me in this way because I would be able to receive it that way I was very Mm. like so I remember, I actually remember like a dinner that we had. <laughs> and I was We're going to put on blast. Place. Oh, no. No, my gosh. Not you guys Me at all. You? But I was. The three of us? Yeah. The three of us. Yeah. It was right. The mm. dinner we had before soccer that time. And I remember. Veggie burgers. I was oh, not. You yeah. had a brisket sandwich before running around for an hour like a maniac. <laughs> <laughs> way too yeah, much. Yeah, I was 1,000% going to And spicy margaritas. Like, oh, did we yeah. want to have our ass food? Like, what a terrible yeah. idea. Yikes. Anyway, sorry. And we got there and we got there and we told the whole team, we're like, we've had a smoked meat sandwich and veggie burgers. And they're like, when? And we're like, uh, about an hour ago. No, like <laughs> no, 30 minutes, minutes ago. <laughs> okay so anyway you were socially incapacitated oh yeah (laughs) we laugh about it now yeah Yeah, we can good times times. but i was i was in that mode where i was very i feel like there's like a middle part of therapy which i now think of a lot but this middle part of therapy where like i understand what i need but i need people to give it to me so Uh, instead of when i was in these situations i was like oh well i would feel better if this person responded this way to me versus the way that they responded which is not a good place to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I felt so strange in that situation because I felt a lot better, but I wasn't really – It was still externally motivated. Yes, I wasn't though. like present in the moment because mm-hmm. I was still overthinking, you know, what was happening and how mm-hmm. I could get what you I needed all out in- of it. intellectualizing still. Still, yeah. So I think there was definitely an interim point where I felt like I understood what was happening, but I wasn't able to kind of sit back and settle and realize what – ended up happening is that you realize that, you know, you can't control what people are going to react to you, mm-hmm. but you can control how you're going to let it affect you. Totally. And I think there was this like Snap, huge bitch. switching point because even like with my family and stuff, like you just, you feel like you're like, I understand therapy and everyone should go to therapy and you probably yeah. have this issue. And this, it's this is, like is why funny you're this, this is why you're doing this. Yes. Aline and I exactly. feel like totally get this point where it's like, yeah you start doing the internal work and then you kind of get this a little bit of a holier than thou at least yeah. for me I had this where it's like and I'm like I totally oh had that. you don't journal oh you don't do this I did this to her yeah. I'm like so you're feeling anxious did you journal today and she's like no and I'm like well then come back to me when you journal because <laughs> I'm like I'm more anxious now but okay but like you start thinking like when my parents would tell me stuff I'm like go to therapy go to jail yeah, straight totally. to jail straight to jail <laughs> because you don't you like start my hat thinking, like, straight to jail straight to jail and I think that's like you kind of do get a bit of an ego about you where you're like, yeah. oh, well, you're reacting in this way that I, I deem as unhealthy. Yes. You need to fix it. Mm-hmm. Yes. When really it's like you can definitely say stuff like that and be right still, but yeah. you only yeah. need to turn that energy inwards. Yes. I yes. have this conversation all I need to say that out loud because time. it's for myself to say. Totally. <laughs> to but that. I have this conversation all the time with one of my friends, Lo, who you know too, Chloe. We know um, love. But we, um, we always talk about how like we have like a different – Once we got over our expectation of how people should respond or like how we would respond in that situation, it like alleviated a lot of 
That's exactly totally. a lot of like it. it just yeah. took like a weight off our shoulders because I know I would find I would get like annoyed or upset if somebody didn't respond the way I would have responded or yeah. reacted the way I would have reacted or helped out or whatever the way I would have done. But then I realized like I would have done it that way because that's what I would need. Yeah, totally. So it's like the minute you let go of that expectation, like a whole new world opens up because you're like, you know what? You do you, sister. Like if that's yeah. what they're going to respond, that's it's amazing. Like Good for you. In that. Like it's yeah. such a piece. Yes. But yeah. I think you also need to get to a certain point, certain point internally where you can give that to yourself. Yeah. Because I mm-hmm. think you have to get to a point where you're comfortable enough in where you are to be like, I actually don't need this externally because I have totally. it already internally. It's yeah. like the same thing yeah. as like when someone says I love you or that they think that you're beautiful and you deep down truly don't feel loved, lovable yeah. or beautiful. Somebody could tell you that you're the most fucking beautiful, gorgeous person in the whole world and you could stare at them and be like, I don't know what you're talking about. But as soon as you feel it, you honestly need those words less. Still great to hear, but you need them less. And when somebody does say it, you're like, yeah, it's true. Totally. You know? It's It's like bonus Jonas, but it's not like essential. It's not creating your your (laughs) Sorry, Al, I did actually take a little bit of help. (laughs) I know. I can tell. (laughs) Everybody listening to this can't see. I mean, maybe my eyes. Well. <laughs> I did but a video, watching so Kristen's see. face, also like while she's listening, like yeah. I know what your face, I guess, normally, normally looks like. Normally looks like when I'm listening. It's, it's very not, active right now. <laughs> it's very active, very animated, very like yeah. the eyebrows are kind of all over the place. The yeah, mouth absolutely. is kind of living its own life. Yeah, I wasn't um, expecting it to hit quite the way it did. So <laughs> well, and now we we're are. here. Yeah, and we're here and we're we're powering through. So this Absolutely. is a, we're having a great time. And my eyes we're are having a great time. Right I'm having a great time because <laughs> this is like truly, <laughs> yeah, truly entertainment for me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and we will release some video, not all of it though. Mm-mm. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not all. Okay, so then Chloe, you mm-hmm. got to a point that you were releasing these expectations. Yeah, definitely. There was a big shift, and I think both of you nailed it completely there was a shift where I was like I even though I'm trying to you know better myself and my responses and my behaviors and my patterns I'm it's not my job to bestow that on somebody else you know which is what I was doing like walking around even in my relationships like oh this is how would have been good to respond to this type thing or even with my parents and family I'd be like well that's a little bit of um something something there you should look into and like that's just not helpful to anybody it's not helpful to you either well, because you're coming from a place of critical, you're, you're analyzing, yes. you're hyper, you're never present ever. No. You're like, no. oh, yeah. dad was a little defensive there. Looks like his father was an asshole. And you're like, not everything is that deep. Let's Sometimes people just it. have bad yeah. days. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's really, yeah, it's it's taking too hard to look at everything and it's trying to in, like still intellectualize everything yeah. and think about it too much. So yeah, there was but a really big find, shifting sorry. point. Just mm-hmm. on that is like sometimes when you do it and especially when you're just like when you're just learning about it, it's almost a way to like validate like I understand what's happening yeah. and now I'm like able to recognize it in others. That doesn't necessarily mean that you need to call it out in other people, yeah. like yeah. Mm-hmm. let them figure it out. Yeah. But and I think it, that's like, like the, a, the level up. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like a, huh, okay. Like that was yeah. – that was an interesting reaction. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I think there's like there's there's a bit of pride in the fact that you finally get to a point where you understand yeah, yeah. what's going on a bit and you kind of want to show other people you know. I mean, yeah. at least from my totally, perspective, no, I'm totally. like, oh, well, yeah. in therapy, they would call it this. And everyone's like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> like, we don't Did care. you know that you are disassociating right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> like, we really don't care. Yeah. Like, just yeah. let me just eat Just going around sandwich. therapizing yeah. Everybody Truly. but yourself. But you feel like you want totally. to kind of. <laughs> totally. Except yeah. for any, yeah, exactly. Everyone but yourself. <laughs> totally. Like, and you're girl, like, this is actually <laughs> you. This yeah, is a flag this is all a total problem. Forward. Yes. Yes. It's definitely a big, a big flag. But it's also like taking on all that energy of like trying to be like, oh, everyone needs to be better. And fixed and yeah. whatever. Yeah, which is yeah. just so much. So there was definitely a middle point where I thought I was doing great and I was not. And then there was um, kind of a point where I gave myself a lot of space and I was like, okay, like we're going to need to just kind of be really kind to myself. And I think the really striving to, you know, live in the moments of silence in my own brain Mm -hmm. and like striving for that and and looking at that additional voice as not really being a a helpful part of my day, I think was really helpful. And I I got to a place where it really sank in that I can change how I receive information. And yeah. it was 
I don't even know if I can pinpoint like, you know, how that happened or when that happened. But I do remember it in like very simple moments of like walking down the street and being like, if I choose to be really happy about everything in this day, then nothing affects me mm-hmm. at all. And so I think there was, yeah, some really nice moments where I felt a lot more in control, mm. which yeah. was really nice. And I think there was, yeah, I just started feeling like a deeper sense of self in the kind of silence of my own head. And I also do think you moved out on your own. So you were- moved out on my own, yeah. had a lot of time to kind of- Thank God, I got my toxic (laughs) ass out of there. Yeah. I just had a lot of time to think to myself, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But you had to, I think the one thing that was really positive, not to cut you off, but the Mm -hmm. one thing that was really positive of us moving in, especially during the pandemic, is it was was amazing to live with somebody else. I know, Alec, you obviously were, like you lived in your beautiful condo, but there was different struggles there. Yeah. Whereas totally. like it was great that Chloe and I could be together, but it also forced us to address and acknowledge yeah. things yeah. in a really real and mo- almost urgent way because we totally. wanted to keep our friendship yeah. and yeah. how we were behaving to each other was like not healthy. So mm-hmm. it kind of put this fire under both of us. I not to speak for you, but I feel like no. both of us were like, I, I think these things need to be addressed on both sides. Like I had <laughs> yeah. to go to therapy yeah, and, yeah. and it's not like we were like going to therapy for one another, but I think <laughs> it just, it held a mirror up. Yeah. Um, because I was living with three dudes, like three of my guy friends before, and there was not a lot of emotional conversations happening. Um, it was also like a different environment post-COVID or pre-COVID yeah. where I was just working all the time. And then Chloe lived with like a, a revolving door of like very Complete random strangers. and very yeah. strange people in yeah. um, like a rat infested house by the subway station. <laughs> the mice um, lived there. Yeah. I just rented. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I think when we moved in together – under these like very stressful and unprecedented times. Mm-hmm. I would like to see some precedented times sometime in the future well, though, just I'm putting waiting. that into the universe. I'm waiting, waiting for some precedented times. Yeah. But anyway, um, I think it was really nice that we were able to move out and I feel like we moved out feeling so strong in our friendship and feeling oh, yeah. really strong in ourselves. And it was kind of cool. Like we like came out truer versions of ourselves yeah if that makes yeah, sense I love yeah that. i honestly think for me because i'm glad you also level sex and made it sound like we just had mental breakdowns yeah, the yeah. Entire time no, 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 no 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 and like never had we fun. had many months we of like making times. incredible food and yeah for sure but i think at the beginning definitely for me i think it was what you're saying about mira bro i was like i just really genuinely think this person is so amazing Aww. and it would be mm-hmm. it feels like such a bummer that i can't be like myself around this person mm-hmm. even though I know we're really good friends and like I know the relationship we could have, but I just couldn't let myself have, you know, that be vulnerable in that in that state and be able to kind of let this person maybe see all this stuff about me that I assume then makes me a bad person. You know what I mean? Like it was just this like really bad pattern of like trying not to let people in 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 -hmm. any way. And really like that was also like a it was a thing that I've been cope. I have a coping mechanism for and have been using for so long and didn't realize till this moment. But like, I'm always in friend groups of threes because I feel like it gives me. I know, I know, and it kind of because it gives me some space to keep one foot out of the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To kind of not have to be super vulnerable. There's the door, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So even like (laughs) even since realizing this, I was I, I realized that's like a really big kind of. It's me just really being scared of being like, know. vulnerable mm-hmm. and like intimacy with, mm-hmm. you know, my relationships. And I feel like since then, I think us living together, I think when I think about Kristen and I before we moved in together and like what we are now, I think it's oh. like such a big yeah. change. I, Overwhelmingly I positive that. change. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the On best, both counts. The best thing. But I feel I like totally that agree. friendship is like pushed me to a point of, you know, this place that I love so much and I appreciate this friendship so much but it's really pushed me to say like you know this is what it's like when you let people in and mm-hmm. I think it's mm-hmm. been the biggest positive change that's My very nice ever. that is really stinking sweet <laughs> that is sweet and I also think it's special and, and not that we all need to go around just um I know like exactly what you're going to say. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just going to okay. No, no, Maybe. no. You say- <laughs> no, I was just saying, like, I think it's really special that all three of us and, uh, like, Aline and I obviously being friends and the way that we were able to be friends and then, the, like, the three of us kind of feeling like, – I feel like we've, like, leveled up together yeah. in this, like, really special way. Mm-hmm. Um, still got lots of, oh, lots of yeah, room yeah. to keep lots of st- on leveling. Lots of room to grow. Totally. Um, 
But I think like the level of vulnerability, I think this is why I'm really passionate about like this podcast and the conversations that we have is because I feel like Mm -hmm. people don't see friendships, like the intimacy and the fulfillment that comes from really powerful friendships. Because Mm -hmm. like I can easily say that both of you have like completely changed my life and made me a better person. Yeah. But when people are like, oh, like who's the love of your life or who are you dating? I'm like, um, let me tell you about Chloe and Aline. Like, (laughs) I, I just think... Yeah. Um, it's so important to also celebrate friendships as loves of your lives. And we've talked about yeah. this obviously when yeah. we we're talking about soulmates, but I just don't think enough um like energy goes towards like mm-hmm. how incredibly fulfilling really great friendships yeah. can be. You know what I mean? Totally. I totally agree. And then there's because also I couldn't like have done really what big... I did in that place living with Dre or with you know what I mean? Like it it yeah. had to be Yeah, it's a def- a different safe space. Yeah. There's also like a really big sense of pride for me, like when I see my friends glow up too, because I'm like, mm-hmm. huh, they're killing it. Yeah. And also, like, I do believe, like, there's that, what is that phrase? Like, when you're, something is winning, like, you're winning. Or when you're, like, oh, yeah. crew or, is like, winning, high, you're winning. Or, a good tide or high tide raises all boats or something. Something. something Very different energy things, <laughs> but I think Very, the same. Old world, new world. Yeah. The, whole, <laughs> the whole premise is that, like, when people around quotes. you are doing... <laughs> One's a Welsh random quote, and mine's probably like mixed in with like an Armenian, <laughs> like a TikTok sound. <laughs> yeah, and a TikTok oh, yeah, sound. An Armenian. But it's like uh... when you're when the people around you and the people closest to you are winning, it's a direct reflection of you too, because it's like you're clearly doing that. something right. Because yeah. totally, these people they want to be surrounded by you as as much as you want to be surrounded by them. Yeah, I think it's a huge yeah. compliment, and I think yeah, yeah, absolutely, I completely agree with that sentiment. I love that. Yeah, I also yeah. would like I do want to add that I do think that's exactly true and like when you are able to be vulnerable and let somebody in and then that person be you know so open and responsive to that like Mm -hmm. I think for me that's really shown like because I feel like since I realized my group of three thing I was like okay we're gonna need to kind of you know put more effort into these friendships as you know singular and kind of you know make sure that I'm putting energy into those spaces versus always being like kind of halfway out the door no you guys go without me yeah totally and so I feel like even like with you Aline and with like one of my other friends that I've been seeing a lot recently like I just feel like there's it feels so special because I know that they're such a you know you guys are such good people that I can do that and you can receive me that way Mm -hmm. and it'd be like such a nice you know, it's not a moment where you're like, oh, actually, now that I know yeah. you better, yeah. not so good. Well, I <laughs> yeah. totally, like, yeah. I totally relate. I feel like groups of three is, like, actually a huge thing because there, I am part of, like, groups of threes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, like, a weird I, – I totally understand There is the almost always of, like, some having, sort of imbalance. Yeah. Yes. A foot out the door and you're like, you know what, oh, yeah. then whatever. Like, let them hang out without me. And you're like, okay, no, that's kind of a – That sucks. That's, like, <laughs> that's, not the, that's not the way to be, you know? You got to be – Totally. In it. But I um I can I share agree. a really random note that I found note that mm-hmm. I found in my phone the other day that I think you both would really like? I would love to hear it. I'm excited, but I'm nervous. No, no, no. It's not anything like <laughs> creepy or anything. I just I, I wrote down it was during like kind of a bad time where I was doing the same thing and like not letting people in. I wrote like when was the last time that vulnerability didn't lead to something beautiful? Mm-hmm. And I just put never, period. Because I f- found unless you really get completely fucked over and like cheated on or whatever <laughs> i'm luckily enough that i haven't never known about that happening to me if that's yeah, never same. happened but um i truly do feel like regardless that vulnerability always leads to mm-hmm. you closer like mm-hmm. leads you on the path that you need to be on mm-hmm. if that makes sense because totally. if that person well, gonna cheat like on you the, they're gonna do it anyway not that we're talking about Brittany that brown um mm-hmm. her whole thing is that like being vulnerable takes courage so it's totally like, yeah it's courageous to be open and honest with yeah. the people around you but then also at so the special. same time she says um she says something about like they need to almost like earn that vulnerability like you can't just be like spreading oh, it around yeah. well, that's it's over- just kind yeah, of totally. like yeah you they have that's to like so gain your trust to for you to do that mm-hmm. yeah but yeah, I think it's I super think, interesting. Um, I've been thinking about it a lot recently, but um, the kind of idea for vulnerability for me was a lot of um, talking. When I was talking to people, I was always mirroring people back to them because I just mm-hmm. wanted to agree with them or to like make them happy they in that conversation. Them, yeah. And yeah, just make everyone as comfortable as possible, Except no for matter you. <laughs> what I'm saying. And so a lot of the things that I was doing, I was kind of, I, I want to use the word lying, but I feel like it's very aggressive. 
if someone asked me like what I did last night, I'd be like, what do I think that they would want? Oh me my to know? god! Like that kind of thing. Like the mental gymnastics. Like, exactly. Miles of you. Gymnastics, but I think, and not like fabricating completely different things, but like you talking about what things. I liked or what I didn't like. I was always kind of editing it based off of who I was talking to a bit, just mm-hmm. to kind of again just keep building into this thing of like. I like the same things you like. We're the same. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. And I think yeah. a lot of times I do – I always picked friends based on the fact that I felt that I wasn't mirroring – like I was mirroring something a little bit closer to me. So I feel like mm. a lot of my friends, I, I I was pretty prescriptive on, you know, who I was picking as friends because I knew that I was like, I'm going to mirror this person for sure. And so uh, <laughs> they better mm-hmm. be good people because this yeah. is going to be brutal. So I think it worked out kind of in my favor. But a lot of the things that I was – those – those kind of shifting perspectives of like who I was throughout different people I was, you know, interacting with meant yeah. that for me, it it was so hard for me to figure out who I was because I was always spending so much time editing it for other people. So like when I started therapy, she was like, why does it matter so much that people like you? And I was like, I think it's the only reason to, you know, be. be. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, I don't know if that's true. And so I feel like for me, it just making sure I'm always living in the moments of like telling the absolute, you know, of what I like or what I don't like. Just those types of things, like really a big, you know, thing I'm working on is kind of doubling down in those situations of like, if I, if I'm obsessed with a new trashy TV show, like I have to say it. I can't can't say like, I can't pretend I'm watching. Let's talk about (laughs) it. Shane, Shana, shake. I cannot. Right to jail. Straight to jail. Straight to jail. But no, Chloe, I like, I totally... And and it's like the ch- all of the stuff. Like I say this to anybody listening that like doesn't even know Chloe, but like the changes are so freaking visible. And there are two distinct situations that I have in my head that I was like, and I don't even know if it was like I hadn't seen you for that. I I can't imagine because we were playing soccer every week. But mm-hmm. one of them was my friend's giving. I had like four or five people over at my house. And I literally was like, I don't know who this girl is, but I am loving it. And then I had another friend that was like, oh my God, I totally agree. Chloe is like, she's glowing. And then the three of us went for our Christmas dinner early December. And after we left the dinner, I texted you and I was like, I don't, I like, I don't know what's happening with you. I'm loving it, but it's like, you are, you're, you're glowing. Like you are literally just like. She's glowing. Oh, my God. I'll leave. I'll leave. I can just edit that. Just ruined like, really beautiful monologue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I've already used that. Before. Yeah. I oh, so I, shit. oh, yeah, you did at the beginning. God damn, yeah. I am stoned. Um, but agreed. I, and also, I remember the Friendsgiving thing. I feel like there's been so many moments since I started feeling better where I, like, I feel like a, like a Bambi on ice. Like, I'm like learning how to be a human again like just yeah. really small silly things I feel like every uh, I'm always kind of picking out these new things that like make me like I'm like oh that felt really good or I did yeah. this good thing but I remember like going to your friend's giving and I wore <laughs> this outfit that I was oh like oh my god yes I stretch but I was like I'm gonna it wear amazing. it like it's so yeah. small so silly but no, I was but like, it's important to take be... power back in those moments yeah I was like I'm just gonna wear what I want to wear and I remember that being good and like I just remember really small things happening over the course of, you know, a few months yeah. that I'm, like, every every little That's bit, That's a like, legit power move. Definitely. Because like, totally. I do – no, I, I – because I do find, like, I pick outfits based on, like, am I going to – like, I don't want to, like, stand out too much, but it's, like, I really want to wear this Your energy thing. reflects for sure. But, like, you know, like, I don't want to, like – so I'll just, like, wear jeans, but it's, like, I really want to wear, like, a cute skirt. Like, even yeah. a cup I, – I texted you guys, like, on Valentine's Day, I wore – this like dress with like a pink headband and like these whatever. And I remember texting you guys being like, this is the only thing that fits me. It's the only thing that fits me right now. But it really was. <laughs> and I was the most overdressed person at the restaurant, like legit. Nobody I else was it. wearing jeans. People were wearing like cargo pants and like, <laughs> or sorry, nobody else was wearing a dress, like cargo pants and like jeans and whatever. And I was cargo like, love of Valentine's Day cargo pants. Bold <laughs> yeah. Move, and I was like, oh, I stand out because I look like I'm just, being a little extra but I loved it and it is such a it made me feel so good after because I was like yeah this is exactly what I wanted to wear and this is exactly yeah, you're like I'm allowed like to me. stand out yeah totally. totally yeah I agree and also you looked great okay. in that dress so yeah before we wrap this up Chloe do you have like if you could like put everything in like one sentence 
or like someone a, is a piece like of advice or yeah some yeah in exactly like for sure for sure I think seeking help for sure. I think <laughs> talking to a therapist did so yeah. much for me. And I know a lot of people I, I probably feel similar that similar to how I did where I was thinking like, well, I don't have this like one trauma that I can yeah. bring up or I didn't have a terrible childhood, things like that. Yeah. That I was like, okay, I have this one grounding thing. I just had a lot of really small things that were adding up and I just didn't have the capacity to work through them myself. Yeah. And I I think it really does take a secondary or like a objective third party to yeah. look at it and be like, okay, say it to me. Because even just me saying out loud, like, well, sometimes I think I'm a bad person. Like I even saying it, I was like, that is so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even need her to say it to me. I just need to say it out loud and and realize, my God, that doesn't even, that's so broad. That doesn't mean anything. It's not real. So I think really when I went to therapy, that was super helpful because I also, I think going through those, the kind of trajectory it takes you through, Mm -hmm. I think always gets you to a good point and I do feel like sticking with it to kind of get through that middle part we talked about where you're like a little bit holier than thou yeah. is definitely really good because I feel like there's – yeah, I think that's helpful and honestly reading books about getting out of your head. Because like, I was going to say for those people that don't have access to therapy or like – Yeah. Mm-hmm. The power of like now the- was so good for me just to say the voice in your head is not actually how your head is supposed to be mm-hmm. working mm-hmm. at all. And if books aren't your thing as well, there is a plethora of podcasts. Two of them are hosted by Eckhart Tolle. One of them is with Oprah and him. And Mm. they go through chapter by chapter of the book and kind of dissect the different parts that may be a little harder for people um, that aren't super familiar with like that kind of – like it's a little bit spiritual, you know what I mean? Like yeah. kind of breaking down those concepts so they're yeah. really digestible. So I'd really um, suggest listening to we'll the We'll put all this well. stuff in the show notes as well. Yeah, so smart, smart, smart. Can, uh, take a look. Yeah, you're right. It shouldn't it's not everyone has has therapy as an option no like a lot of people a lot of people do i think but like yeah yeah um, just as an as an alternative to yeah exactly exactly yeah and get yourself some dope friends like these yeah oh heck yeah (laughs) (laughs) well this has been lovely it's been yeah. amazing. Thanks for being on the Thanks pod. Thanks for coming and have on. Have fun editing this fucking episode I'm later. Going to <laughs> yeah. This. Also, a side note about being a producer is like, well, air quotes, producer, editor of this podcast is like, if y'all could just be super funny and you know talk about great stuff, but yeah. then also don't move your arms or breathe too deeply, but oh, also speak yeah. loud enough into the mic. It's just like <laughs> don't turn the human, heat off in also, your house. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the things I ask you guys to do is absurd, and now no. I feel like I'm going to listen back on this and be like, Chloe, you hit the table eight times. You didn't <laughs> See, speak loud hard. enough. It's you really hard. Too loud. Like yeah, yeah, it's so hard. I've been drinking and water and I literally like put my face away. You lean all the way back. Yeah, I know, I love it. all the way back. <laughs> I know. It's incredible. One time I made you do it under a towel, didn't you? <laughs> oh, God. Things that we do yeah. for you, the, the listeners. The early days. The early days. Oh, okay, well, love you, love you both. Love you both. Yeah, I love y'all. Kisses. Thanks Kisses. for having me. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to read this now. This has been Accidental Friends with Aline and Kristen. This podcast was created by us and produced by Chloe Jackson. Thank you so much for listening. You can check us out on our Instagram at Accidental Friends Podcast. And please do not forget to subscribe, share, and leave a review. We love you. See you on Thursday. Bye.